Hey guys, this is Dr. Michael Viscarelli of Golden, Colorado, co-founder of Amped, co-founder of MindTweak, and Launch Tour. And I'm excited to say you are listening to Cairo Candy with Billy Sticker. You are listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Here's your host, Billy Sticker. Hey guys, Billy Sticker here. Welcome to another edition of Cairo Candy. And today, on today's episode, we actually have the privilege to sit down with doctors Jeremy and Amanda Hess, uh, the co-founders of Amped, a mentorship program, which is just doing phenomenal things with chiropractic students and docs all over the country. They've just got some tremendous things going on. We actually sat down here a few, well, a couple of months back. Uh, with their business partner, uh, the another co-founder of Amped, Dr. Uh, Michael Viscarelli, uh, and that was a great interview, and he said, look, you really got to reach out to um, Drs. Jeremy and Amanda, let me introduce you, and he did, and so we sat down and had this interview. It was a great interview. Actually, it was the first time we've had two guests on at once, but uh, I know you're going to get a lot of value out of it, so let's go ahead and get on over to you. Everyone, help me welcome to the show, Doctors Jeremy and Amanda Hess. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Thanks, Billy, for having us on. We're excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys on. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your story. First off, you're both chiropractors. Uh, how did you guys meet? Um, well, uh, I swept her off her feet, Billy, and uh, she couldn't uh, just you know every everything about me. She just was wild about so. I mean, that was years ago. We just met, so we can't start this relationship <laughs> off with lies. What, what, okay, let's hear from her. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> actually, uh, it's, a good, it's a fun story. Uh, I was uh, in chiro- I was finishing up chiropractic school, Life University, graduated in uh, 99, and was there during the SID era. And uh, when it was, I don't know if you're a life I know that you're not a chiro, but a lot of people are listening, listening probably life grads. If you were there in the late 90s, it was... It was a powerhouse, 4,000 chiropractic students, and it was a blast. It was quite a, quite a place to be. And as I was graduating, I actually met uh, Amanda in a parking lot in an area of Atlanta called Buckhead. If you're familiar with uh, Atlanta, there's an area called Buckhead. At, the point, at that time, it was like all clubs and you know, dance places and bars. So we met in a parking lot, and uh, you know, the rest is history. She ended up going to chiropractic school, not, not necessarily because of me, because um, we – you know, had gotten together, then broke up, and then got back together, that kind of thing, and then eventually um, fell in love and got married. But she end, ended up going to chiropractic school herself and is a 2003 graduate and also at Life University. Again, she was right in the midst of – so I was in the midst of when it was at its highest peak, and she was in the midst of when it was its lowest peak. Uh, she was the first graduating class after Life University got their accreditation back. So I was there when there was 4,000 students there. She was there when there was about 200 students. So it was it was quite a uh, quite a ride that way, but uh, so we we got involved um, and we I started the practice in 2000. We're in South Atlanta. Our practice is called Discover Chiropractic in Stockbridge, Georgia, which is basically most people listening probably been to the Atlanta Hartsfield International Airport. Our office is about 15 minutes south of Atlanta International Airport, about 30 minutes south of Atlanta downtown, and um, so uh, we kicked it off in 2000. Uh, she joined the practice in 2003 and. We had, uh, you know, we had done well for chiropractic terms, probably uh, compared to the average practice. You know, I, I hear now that the average practice sees about eighty visits a week. Uh, you know, man and I together were seeing about two fifty, three hundred. So we, we were doing decent. We were making decent living and, and impacting lives. 
but we just knew there was more. And uh, after about five years of, of plateauing at that 250, 300 level, we decided to seek some mentorship. Um, I graduated chiropractic college, uh, one of those guys who, you know, went to a lot of different things. So that means I had a bag of tricks. You know, I learned this technique from this seminar and, and this chiropractic guru. I used his consultation and this guy over here, this lady over here. I used her financial clothes. And, and so I had a bag of tricks, which, which I think is okay. But, uh, you know, as we discovered, as the years went by, as we got mentorship and we got counseling in the sense of chiropractic counsel and, and you know, from different entrepreneurs. And, and my dad was a super serial entrepreneur himself and, and people in chiropractic and outside of chiropractic too. We started to put uh, things together and realized that we needed a system. We needed a, a solid method of methodology and, and to do things the right way. And because when you do things the right way, the end result is predictable, right? So as we did things the right way, the practice started to grow and we started to have systems and it wasn't a bag of tricks anymore. It was a it was a system that was based on uh, constants and variables and, and eliminating the variables as much as possible. And as we did that, uh, success you know, came about. You know, There was a recipe for success, as you know. And so we just started to um, follow some A recipe and, and uh, then eventually you know, make our own recipe out of it. And that's you know, now uh, about three years ago, we birthed Amped. And you know, now the Amped is just birthing you know, hundreds of uh, – Right at 500 members of AMP now. I'm fast forwarding about you know 15 years here. Uh, right at 500 members of AMP and just birthing successful, high value, principled chiropractic practices. Really, um, United States, but really all over the world now. Well, I, I want to ask Amanda this question: What is it that attracted you to chiropractic? For me, I grew up a very competitive athlete. I was a competitive dancer. I also did cheerleading, and my initial encounter with chiropractic was after a back injury when I fell off a pyramid and did not get caught properly. From there, I graduated high school at the top of my class, went on to University of South Carolina, and during my four years of college, I began an internship with the Cancer Center Treatments of America and did genetic research, molecular genetic research. I researched colon cancer. I also researched and watched bone marrow transplants happen. And I was really geared to go to medical school. And one day in the spring of 1998, I walked out of the laboratory, was in an elevator and saw a family in tears and pieces in the lobby of the cancer center and knew through my research that what we were doing wasn't necessarily a health related goal. Um, it was trying to extend people's life if at all possible. And so I left that day and to the dismay of my father, I told him I was not going to go to medical school anymore I didn't want to go into the sick care industry, and I then moved to Atlanta with no friends, no job, nothing, and began to cocktail waitress in Buckhead, which is where I met my husband, Jeremy, and within the year, I encountered chiropractic again through an intern at Life University and 
realized that that was my calling in life was to be a part of a profession that was um, giving life to people that was centered on the body healing itself in the most natural way possible and then enrolled in chiropractic school in 1999. Very good. So fast forward to AMPT, what, what really led, what was the idea for AMPT? I don't think there was necessarily any concrete idea around AMPT. In 2013, um, my husband and myself, we were at the beach on a vacation with Dr. Michael Viscarelli and his wife, Tara Viscarelli. And we had seen the success that he had had coming out of our office as an intern and that he had reached 1,300 visits per week within 12 months. He did sleep a lot during that vacation because they were exhausted after those 12 months. Um, but we had also seen the success of um, various other interns that we had come through our office and the reproducibility and really the um, how it could be duplicated, our office, you know, around the country. And so if people watched what we did, were able to learn what we did, then they were able to reproduce what we did and have success as well. And what we were experiencing was many emails, phone calls, text messages, Facebook messages of people wanting to know how to process a new practice member or how to educate people properly. And a lot of it was the same question over and over again of maybe how to do a dinner, how to throw an outside marketing event or a carnival. And so at that time we realized, well, we're just, you know, we are having trouble telling people the same thing over and over again. And that's when we came up with AMP advanced mentorship program for entrepreneurial development. And we decided to do a virtual classroom and video um, different things that we do in our office and in the community um, so that people could watch it, learn from it, um, and just really reproduce it on a larger level. And so it's been really exciting over the past two and a half years uh, just to see the growth of AMPT and to see what we started many years ago, just be able to be reproduced all around the country and at this point um, around the world as well. Because, you know, my husband and myself, we only have four hands, two hands each. So even though we were seeing over a thousand people per week, I mean, even if we worked all the time, there's only so many people that we could lay our hands on and provide a specific chiropractic adjustment to. And so it's been really cool to see all these other offices just magnify what we've done around the country and around the world and just all the communities and lives that are being changed for chiropractic and just to really see the profession also with these young people just these people are coming out of school and they're just really uber successful right out of the gates and that's what we need in our profession we need this next generation to be successful we need this next generation to plant offices around the country and around the world, teaching people the principles, the science, the art, and the philosophy of chiropractic. Very good. Yeah. We had uh, Dr. Mike Viscarelli on episode 63. So for the, you guys listening, 
Uh, you can go back and catch that episode, uh, just chirocandy.com forward slash zero six three. And we'll, I'll put a link to, to his episode uh, in the show notes for this one. But so, so you guys are at the beach. Y'all talking about it. Like it is, was it at the beach that y'all decided, Hey, let's, let's get together and do something or. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really out of a necessity. Like Amanda was saying, you know, um, we had a group of friends that were, you know, together and, and asking questions a lot. And, you know, originally it was uh, something where we we're going to just, Hey, let's mastermind like once a month, let's get on the phone, you know, let's, uh, let's get on a Google hangout, hangout. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk about what's working each other's practices and, and it just, it, we, we started that and, uh, it just kept growing and we knew we want to do something different. If we were, so, you know, Michael and I, as you know, we, we are, have, you know, successful practices. We both have, you know, seven figure practices. We, you know, could sit on the sidelines of chiropractic just like anybody else. And, uh, and in the sense of sitting on the sidelines, we could just enjoy our practice and, and, and not even get involved in all the chiropractic politics and, or, you know, all the stuff that we put ourselves through by starting Amped. Um, so it was like, look, if we're going to do this, let's do something different. Let's not do like traditional like one-on-one coaching or all this kind of thing. And, and we knew that the next generation of chiropractors was students. They were either in the colleges or had just recently graduated. So we actually partnered with a marketing company outside of chiropractic because like, look, let's get brains from outside of chiropractic to help us develop a program that's different. And uh, we teamed up with uh, a marketing firm, one of the guys on the IT team actually helped develop Anthony Robbins' platform, um, his his virtual platform, which is in 157 countries. So he's out of London. And so we, we use a team of people, actually, uh, London and New York and Denver, and, and we work with them on a weekly basis to continue to initially to to birth this thing and to continue to make it relevant and ideas and, and technologies that are used in other professions that best practice shares from, you know, other, you know, corporate worlds where, you know, people are functioning on a higher level a lot of times in the chiropractic profession. So we bring that into the AMP program and that's how it's been successful and utilize those best practices and pass on the chiropractors where a lot of time that's missing. So it's, it's you know, utilizing technology to share the information that's working and helping, you know, these students graduate with success through the Jumpstart program. And, and you know, we just did our, our survey for the Jumpstart program. I don't know if Michael talked about it, but, uh, we surveyed uh, about it was right at fifty offices that opened about a year ago, and uh, you know week one uh, the average is eighty eight visits. Week one, uh, month one average is one twenty four visits. The end of month one, so the average practice of end of month one was one hundred twenty four visits. End of month three was one hundred eighty four visits. Uh, so you know that's you know three months in they're already double the average chiropractic practice, which is exciting. So that means they're profitable. And then if they're profitable, that means they can give back to chiropractic. And, you know, one of the biggest in chiro- things, problems in chiropractic, as you know, is, is, is money. And, uh, you know, we don't mind talking about it. You know, the schools are controlled by the CCE, which is controlled by student loans and this vicious cycle where, you know, it corrupts the profession from being principal. And uh, so uh, we believe that highly profitable chiropractic practices is actually one of the, one of the key factors in actually changing the profession and making it, uh, you know, more like we all want. Well, sure. And whenever you're profitable, that means you're having a greater impact in your community. Absolutely. You know, you're, uh, I said this, uh, four or five episodes ago, you know, my background is sales and sometimes people, sales is a dirty word. You know, they don't like to talk about sales. They don't want to be pushy. They don't, you know, well, one of the things that I believe is, you know, God created everything on an exchange. 
you know, this, this give and take and sowing and reaping, if you will. Um, and I, what is the, have you ever heard of Rabbi David Lampin? I think's his name. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Dave, Dave, Dave Ramsey talks about it. Yes, him. that's what I was going to say. Dave Ramsey talks about him. Um, I have a couple of his books and one of the things that he says, somebody asked him one time, you know, do you think God wants us to be successful? And he said, I think God wants you to be preoccupied with serving the needs of other people. And the more people you serve, they give you these certificates of appreciation that we call money. So the the greater your impact that you're having, you know, it just, it benefits everybody. So uh, I love what you guys are doing. Let's go here. Let's say I'm a, new chiropractor right out of school, or I've been around, you know, I, I graduated 10, 15 years ago and I'm right there at that 80 visits a week struggling, you know, can't sleep at night wondering how I'm going to pay the bills. What, what are a few tips that you would give to really help either jumpstart a practice or reignite a practice? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can tell you to the one that's been out 10 or 15 years, um, it's going to be a tough road. Uh, there's nothing, there's nothing harder than digging out of a, uh, a, a practice that's maybe had some dysfunction. It's just like anything in life, you know, you had a lot of bad habits with dysfunction. It's going to be a tough road. Those are the, those are our toughest, toughest, uh, members that join AMT. That's not really our, our sweet spot. We actually do have a program for them called kickstart. The kickstart program is specifically designed for practices trying to kind of dig out and, and, you know, either they're doing good and they just want to do better or they're, they're just, you know, on the brink of extinction and they really want to be resurrected, you know, whatever the situation may be. That's a tough road. We, I mean, honestly, uh, uh, probably we have a 50% attrition rate with those doctors. And simply because a lot of those doctors, if you're listening, aren't really willing to do what it takes to make the changes. Right. So that's why, um, and we have that program and we will help them. And the ones that have, I mean, we have some amazing success stories of, of people that have gone from literally MDDC practices and just threw it all out the door and now are just, serving hundreds, you know, within in a year and two's time. But, uh, you know, our real sweet spot is, is those students and those, you know, uh, kids and, and they're about to graduate that are a year or two out that are going to graduate success because, you know, the Bible says talking about uh, training up your child in the way they should go, right? Or, you know, you know, who do you want to write in your child's heart? Do you want uh, the world to write in your child's heart or do you want you, you and you and you and your wife? Well, you know the answer to that. Sure. Same thing in chiropractic. It's like, hey, let's 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 get to the, the, the children of chiropractic. Let's let's form them, let's mold them, let's write in their heart. So when they leave this chiropractic bubble called, called chiropractic college, there's foundation, there's principles, values, they ha- have you know, tools to actually perform with excellence and success in the marketplace. Otherwise, uh, they get eaten alive. And that's actually part of, a big part of chiropractic is, again, goes back to the schools is that the schools are so focused on having the kids pass boards because the CC keeps making the requirements harder and harder and harder that they can't teach the business techniques or business skills to the students. Now, some try, but the students, you know, it, it's just, they just, you know, the business skills and the entrepreneurship gets, keeps getting pushed out of the school. So they're left with knowing everything for part one, two, three, and four boards and they're left knowing very, very little about how to run a business and be an entrepreneur and actually be successful in the marketplace. So uh, that, that's where AMP comes in, their jumpstart program of, of really cultivating at the student level and the college level, you know, successful chiropractors. Well, what are a few tips, a few steps that you give, you know, some of these students right out of school, you know, to 
help equip them. I know we can't cover everything in the next yeah. few minutes, but you know, to help get them to where they're, they're going to see, you know, 80 patients their first week, 120 their first month. Sure. Within our jumpstart program, first off, we would recommend someone not waiting till they've finished chiropractic school to contact us. We have people that have been mentored under us for four years, five years. Some people that have been mentoring under us started when they were in undergraduate program at the chiropractic university. So it's never too late though. So we do recommend, you know, while you're in school to go ahead and plug in somewhere. We recommend that you come visit various AMPT offices as well so you can see it live and in person because seeing is believing and it gives people more clarity. We also recommend getting involved uh, with our student clubs. We have club campuses. Uh, we have clubs on nine different chiropractic campuses right now. Uh, we also recommend coming to the AMPT conference. We have one coming up this August 4th, 5th, and 6th at the West End Buckhead Atlanta. Those conferences are free, so we recommend people coming to do, to do that as well. Uh, and really, once someone joins our Jumpstart program, we take them from getting your lease, doing your build-out, figuring out a floor plan, doing the negotiations with your landlord, going from 120 days out to 90 days out, developing a marketing plan of action to take you from 90 to 60 to 30 days out to your grand opening, to your ribbon cutting, to your first day, your first week, and on from there. So it's really a program that's that lays lays it out for you, uh, so that you know when people do open up, they have clarity. Number one about what needs to happen. Secondly, they have confidence in what they're doing, so they're not walking in to a consultation with a new patient wondering what needs to happen. They have clarity there, they have confidence in what they're doing. And really they also, through our program, provide inspiration to their community of what chiropractic really is and how chiropractic can serve them and their family, not only for the short term, but for the long term. Because the goal for any patient is really to turn them into a lifetime referring chiropractic practice member. Absolutely. I think everybody knows the best new patient is referred, is a referral, period. So, um, well, good stuff. Very good. So how can people find out more about Amped and what you guys have going on? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's ampnow.com. So uh, go to the website, ampnow.com. You know, everything's there, all one place. We love to uh, get connected and help students out and help them be uh, the better version of themselves and, and really reach their sole purpose. You know, that's what it's all about. Uh, again, too many chiropractors uh, are in practices or are heading to practices or, you know, I don't know. I mean, the, the latest statistic I've seen is that 50% of chiropractors are out of chiropractic in five years. So I don't, you know, I've seen that multiple times. I mean, heck, even if it's 25%, that's too high, sure, uh, sure. you know, but supposedly it's, it's running close to 50%. So it just tells us that, you know, we need better equipped chiropractors to really serve, the uh, communities at large and make a difference that we all want to do. Right. I know three in my area that were in practice, you know, five, six years ago that are not anymore. Uh, one was an associate and um, uh, he needed you guys coming straight out of school. Right. Uh, yeah. he, he was in a family practice. His uh, one of his parents had, had the practice for years. And I just think that was what a great environment for him. Uh, you know, another guy, 
when he was an associate, he worked at a PI clinic. I think that's really all he knew. So when he branched out, started his own, he modeled that and then just wasn't happy. Didn't like going to the office every morning, you know, and it's, it's really sad because it's such a gift, you know, and I think even some of the chiropractors right out of school, I don't even think they know exactly what they have, exactly what they've been equipped with. Um, so I think it's terrific what you guys are doing. I think that's one of the reasons that you're, you know, having the success is, you know, it's working. I think God's given you guys favor, uh, and you're really, really making an impact in, of, in lives all over the country, all over the world now. So that's pretty awesome. So thank you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I mean, one of the things about the associates is, you know, we always say, Hey, if it's your sole purpose to be an associate, be one and be the best version of you can yourself you can be. But, you know, so many people end up in associateships because they don't do any preparation in school, in college. They, uh, they graduate and they get, forced, they get forced into ugly, messy situations. And then you have, you know, these people that are on purpose, on mission when they're graduating, get into a bad associateship and really just get burned out and, and uh, lose their, their vision and their purpose for really what God, you know, put on their life. And, uh, you know, you see it all the time. So, again, it comes back to... You know, whether you want to own your practice, own your own practice, be an associate, be an IC, or whatever you want to do in chiropractic, you know, deciding on that and working towards that goal and making it happen and, and doing that before you walk across the graduation stage, you know? Very good. Let's end with this. If you guys were put in a new town and you don't have any relationships, but uh, you have all your equipment, you have all your knowledge, you have all that, what do you do? Day one, week one, month one, to get that practice up and going. First, I would start finding out all of the marketing events that are available to us, whether it's a elementary school festival, a church talk, a health fair. I would, at that point, then research all of the industries in the area to find out who their HR person is, connect with those people as well, because many times the water authority or the police department or whoever also has health fairs or availability for health talks. Uh, I would also find out about all the networking meetings, whether it's a Kiwanis club, a Rotary club, whatever the case may be there. And I would start uh, introducing myself to various professionals Uh, having one-on-one coffee dates with these people to develop relationships with them. And from there, I would develop a list of contacts. And the goal would be to have thousands of contacts before we even open our doors. So for myself and my husband, we definitely wouldn't go into a new town and start painting the walls ourselves or trying to do the build-out ourselves. We would hire people for that. Uh, to do all of that, even though we're capable of it, uh, we would be out in the marketplace, meeting people, connecting with people, making those connections so that when we are finished with our build out, ready to rock and roll, we can open those doors and serve hundreds of people from the get go. Yeah. And to add to that, uh, you know, you doing the same habits and you know, organizational things we do now, you know, I mean, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's habits that we have in the practice and, and when they're per, when you do personal things, they're called habits. When they're an organization, you call them systems. So personally, it's a habit. An organization is called a system. So there's systems that we have that if we just picked up and did those, you know, we would be 
seeing people no matter, you know, a matter of a very short amount of time, a lot of people, you know, you've always heard it's like you could take the 100 visit week chiropractor and put him in the 500 visit week practice and vice versa. And those practices would flip flop probably in six or eight months or definitely within a year. The one that's seeing 500 be seeing 100 and, and vice versa simply because the chiropractor themselves. So, you know, a lot of docs out there, you know, it's like, hey, it was my territory, it's my location, da da da. Now, let's face it, there may be some, some, some sticky, nasty locations, but. 90% plus of the docs listen. You know, one of my favorite quotes is by Robert Schuller. you know, and he would say, uh, the person makes the territory, the territory doesn't make the person. So, you know, we make the territory, we make the decisions, we create the habits, we, you know, we sow what we reap, and on and on and on, we can talk about the same concept, but at the end of the day, it's, uh, you know, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself the tough questions. You know, what are you sowing? Who are your closest friends? What habits do you have? What systems are you utilizing? Or are you just a bag of tri- tricks and helter-skelter? You know, it's tough. It's tough talk. But, you know, if someone's not willing to get tough talk and really dig themselves out, hey, then just keep cruising. But otherwise, uh, don't make excuses. Why do you think so many people struggle with going out and meeting people? Because I know a lot of docs that know what they need to be doing, but they don't do it. Fear rejection number one and number two and what we do when we have interns come into our office from the university is we send them out into the community so they can get rejected while they're a student you know while their lives and their finances aren't on the line you know they're getting rejected under our practice or they're getting a yes from somebody they didn't expect it from. And they're getting a guess that you can come into Babies R Us and do our health talk to all of our employees or come and do a health screening. Uh, So we like for people to get into the trenches while they're in school uh, to develop a tough skin as well. And to piggyback on what my husband was saying a a minute ago is also I think a lot of people need to look at themselves and say, who are their five closest friends? And who also are they seeking advice from? I'm always floored when someone says, I asked my buddy who's seeing 50 people a week how to do this. No, you shouldn't be asking the person or your friend who's seeing 50 people a week how to process somebody. You need to be asking somebody that's seeing 500 people a week. And that may mean that you have to search people out in our profession or even outside of our profession uh, to be successful. And so I think people really need to get out of their comfort zone and find mentors, find people who are successful and really just start to connect with these people and start to have a community uh, with successful people. And sometimes it takes you getting out of your comfort zone and making that phone call or Facebooking somebody that you don't even know to say, hey, I'd like to talk to you. Um, I'm struggling. And no one likes to say they're struggling. No one likes to say things aren't going well. You know, it's always, how are you? And somebody says, oh, everything's fine. I'm good. But when you really ask somebody, hey, how's it really going? What's happening in your life? Give me the truth here. You know, you got to have people be willing to open up about their situation in in order to grow and move forward. Yeah. And um, one final thing I'll say about that, which is so important, is that, uh, you know, our pastor talks about this a lot. Because, you know, when it comes to things as spiritual, you know, it's like sometimes I don't feel like praying, you know, or sometimes I don't feel like doing the right thing. But see, we sit, we're saying the word feeling, right? And if you really want to change, the action has to come before the feeling, right? I don't feel like going and doing a health screening. I mean, I'd be lying to you, tell you if I enjoy, oh man, I just enjoy them, Billy. They're just so exciting. 
yeah, you know, the toughest part to go do a health screen, the toughest part to go do a dinner for me and those outside marketing things is actually just showing up, right? You know, you've heard it said before that, you know, when people go work out, the hardest part of the workout or the heaviest weight of the workout is the front door of the gym. You know, opening that front door of the gym is the heaviest weight they're going to they're gonna lift that day. Once they show up, once they get in there. So my advice and my opinion is that you, you, the action has to precede the feeling. So once you, you know, you may not feel like it, but if you, if you take steps and you create the action, the feeling will follow. And many times, you know, it's satisfaction. You go out there, you do a health screen, you go out there and do a dinner, man, you know, and you have the satisfaction of any, once you're in the process of acting that out, more times than not, you'll feel good about it because you're, you're, you're meeting people, you're serving people, you're connecting. And at the end of it, it's like, man, I'm really glad I did that. You know, Proverbs 14, 23, so one of my favorite verses says that all hard work brings a profit. But mere talk leads to poverty. Amen. And it goes back to, you know, sowing and reaping. You just got to, I think God honors the fact of you getting out there. There's another scripture. Oh, my pastor uses it all the time. I forget where it's at. But it's, uh, you know, if a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really, really good. We used to tell our students um, when we were youth pastors, look, you know, we were never ones to say, just go tell everybody about Jesus. And we, I think you should live it and look for those opportunities. But we would tell them, look, you have students every day, whether it's the locker underneath yours or next to yours or somebody sitting behind you in class that need what you have. And the only way they're ever going to find it might be from you saying something to them. And, you know, even in business, sometimes one relationship can totally transform a business from referrals, from doors that open, uh, and you're never going to have those relationships if you don't take action. That's right. Yeah, I'll give a good resource is, um, and I recently re-listened to it because I listened to it years ago, uh, Earl Nightingale, uh, one of the, really the father of the motivational movement uh, back in the, I think it was in the late 50s. I forget when he actually gave the talk originally. I want to say maybe like the late 50s. But uh, Earl Nightingale, I know you've heard of him. Sure, he has sure. a uh, talk called "The Strangest Secret." I th- thought Strange. that's the one you were going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, and it's on. If you know, if you're not sure, if someone's listening, say so you can go on Amazon and purchase the uh, CD. It's about twenty five bucks, and you know he's passed now. But uh, it's a recording of his talk that he does. That's really, again, birthed really the birth of the motivational movement. You know, Zig Ziglar and everybody on behind Zig. But he, taught, and he, he takes you through the steps of sowing and reaping your mind. And then at the, at the end of the CD, which is about 30 minutes or so, he walks you through a goal-setting process to make the changes necessary. So you know, some people listening, it's like, yeah, man, I'm hearing all this. But it's like, oh, great, great podcast and click. Get that strangest secret, Earl Nightingale. And uh, you know, listen to that. Spend the 25, 30 bucks and start listening to Earl Nightingale. You never forget his voice. And, and he – challenges people with a goal setting process in that last 10 minutes of that, that thing. And that will revolutionize a lot of people listening. And that's a great resource. Would be great if you could get Earl Nightingale on this podcast, man. If you're still oh, alive. I know. Right. You should probably well, just play that. You know, I was, uh, I was a member of the Nightingale Conant. I mean, oh. I had tons of their stuff. As a matter of fact, yeah, I know. I know if you can see it back there, I've got tons of these cassette programs. Uh-huh. And I remember I'm only 41. But I remember my first vehicle that where like there was no option. You couldn't get cassettes anymore, cassette decks. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, I have 
thousands of dollars invested in these programs. Um, yeah, but I still have them. I haven't listened to some of them in years and, and several of them I've gone and bought the CD versions. Yeah. But one of the things I loved about what well, the strangest secret this week, I know it. Yeah. Well, the strangest secret I actually have, they transcribed it, turned it into a book. I have the book also and it's real short, but, uh, I have like a six or maybe it's, 12 disc or cassettes. I've got the program that's like the expanded version. But <clears throat> one of my main takeaways that he talked about in that is many people go through life never deciding what it is they really want. Yeah, true. You know, they don't, you, if you just go through life and you don't have that goal, you, without a vision, the people perish. If you don't have something that you're shooting for, you're you're gonna hit it, you know. You're yeah. gonna hit nothing. Yep. So uh, yeah, anyway. Michael Michael has a line that he always says. He says you hit what you aim at. Yep. And if you aim at nothing, you're not gonna hit nothing. Yeah, that's it. Well, listen, I, I really I've enjoyed this interview. Thank you guys so much for taking the time out of your day to uh, to share with the audience and share with us. And I really want to encourage you guys listening. Uh, get plugged in. Uh, you can head on over to the show notes and uh, just really find out more about what it is that uh, that Dr. Jeremy and Amanda have going on. So thank you guys so much. Uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, come come see us in Atlanta. I know this is probably when you air this, probably going to be about two weeks in advance of our conference in Atlanta. And it's a free conference. It's free for docs. It's free for students. It's free for CAs and spouse. Everybody, we're expecting about a thousand people there. It's going to be full of chiropractic content. And uh, so it's it's open to AMP members and non-members. Uh, AmpNow.com forward slash event. It's August 5th, 6th, and 7th. Join us. I mean, that's, that's you know, someone's taking massive media action. Join us in Atlanta and Buckhead. It's going to be phenomenal. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, bud. Thank Appreciate you. having us on. Honor. All right, we just finished listening to another episode of Cairo Candy, and you can head on over to the show notes for this episode at cairocandy.com forward slash 073, or you can also just go to ampednow.com for more information on what Amped is all about, about their upcoming events, and they do these events uh, a few times a year, so definitely get plugged in. It doesn't cost anything to attend the event. I mean, obviously, you got to get there, you know, and have some place to stay. But um, you guys know that, I mean, you, you really can help build your business event to event. Going to these things, getting reignited, and just getting plugged in. Uh, don't try to do this on your own. All right. So, hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, share it with a friend, uh, with other chiropractors out there that you feel will get value out of it. And also, this helps us tremendously. Uh, if you go to iTunes and write us a review, that really helps us uh, helps us out a lot. So we appreciate it, and we will see you next week on another episode of Cairo Candy. <laughs>